0: Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose podcast, your source for Christ-centered girl talk and inspiration. I am your host, Ilana Major, and I hope that you are as excited and inspired by this message as I am. Let's get into it. Thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose podcast. We are here. We have reached Friday. Fri. Do y'all hear me? I am so excited that it is the weekend. Made it through another week of work. And so, um, again, you guys. This is Good Friday where we hear a word from the Lord, but before I get into the word for the Lord for us, I want to welcome everyone to this podcast. If you are um, visiting us or if you are, I hope that you're not just going to visit us. I hope that you are going to listen to this episode and I hope that you are encouraged to stay, but if you are here for the first time, I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome and thank you you for tuning in to this podcast. If you are a returning listener, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you guys who have shared my podcast with other people who have left me feedback. You guys, that is one of the best ways for me to grow my audience um, in my podcast is for you guys to share my podcast with other people. So I am praying that as you listen to me right now, under the sound of my voice, that the Holy Spirit will prick your heart to leave me feedback. Give me a five-star review, okay? And share this podcast with someone who you think it will bless. Okay, you guys. So I was praying today, and this is one of the few times where it was time for me to record my podcast episode and i sat and i said i don't have anything lord i don't i don't have anything right now and so you guys i have been burning the candle at both ends your girl has barely been getting rest i got a lot on my mind okay and so anyway i come to god and i'm like god i i hey i ain't got nothing what you what you got lord and so when i prayed god said i want you To do this podcast episode, I want you to speak about the power of love. And if I could just, you guys, those who know me personally... (laughs) <laughs> that the inner circle people who know my personal business I said how ironic that the Lord is going to have me speak on this And so anyway, I want to just share a message about the power of love on today um, It is in some ways going to be a continuation from what we talked about last week Except this week, we're not just going to be talking about relationships between and amongst women um, We're going to be talking about um how God has designed us to love and how he wants us to love. Okay. So I was doing a little bit of research. And do you know that the first mention of love in the scriptures is when the Lord told Abraham to sacrifice his son, whom he loves. (laughs) I thought it was very interesting because I know that the God we serve is very intentional. Um, you guys know how weird things happen and we think it's a coincidence, a coincidence. God is intentional. I don't know who this is for, but I want to remind you that God is intentional. The thing that you've been dreaming about, God is intentional. The details that he's given you, the way you felt about that dream, those things that showed up in the dream, God is intentional. And I want to remind you guys of that. And so I asked myself, Lord, why would your first mention of love in the scriptures would be when you are asking Abraham to sacrifice his son, whom he loves? For those of you guys who know the Bible, um, and for those of you guys who don't, let me share a little bit of background. This story of God asking Abraham to sacrifice his son is such a heart-wrenching story um, for anyone who is a parent, because we can't even imagine God Requiring something like that of us, or God asking us something like this, and we couldn't even understand the mindset of God. Like God, why would you even? Okay, and so in this particular story, Abraham's Abraham's son is the son of promise. He is the son that the Lord promised him, um, that he was going going to birth nations through. Um, he is the manifestation of. A long awaited promise from God. So, can you imagine God causing you to, God telling you that this is what I have for you, okay? and you're waiting on God season after season after season after season. And then when you finally get the thing, God says, sacrifice it. God says that you must give it up. And so I can only imagine the turmoil that was going on inside Abraham. But I don't know because the scripture says that Abraham acted in obedience. And when Abraham took his son to be sacrificed, God provided a ram in the bush. And so Abraham was able to sacrifice the ram instead of, that's what, we, that's what we say anyway, the ram of the bush, but God provided a sacrifice instead. And so even as I looked at that, I was like, okay, God, I'm still trying to understand though, why is this the first mention? You couldn't just start out by saying love the Lord your God or love people or love love something other than this. And so what God revealed to me was, Ilana, I was testing Abraham's love for his son because I knew how deep his love was for him. I was testing that love to make sure that he didn't love him more than he loved me. And so um, as I think about that, you guys, I think as a mother about how deeply I love my children Um, and you guys who are parents, you will agree with me in saying that if the Lord were to ask you to sacrifice your child, you probably would have said, no, Lord, I will sacrifice myself before I sacrifice my child. And so it it was a reminder to me and what I feel as if the Holy Spirit was really revealing to me is that. God wants us to love him above everything else. And so if you are taking notes, because a few of you guys have mentioned to me that you typically take notes when you're listening to my podcast. And so if you're taking notes, the first thing that I wanted to share about um, love, if you're going to experience the power of love is this, is that you have to love God And I don't even want to say have to. I'm just going to give you a directive in this manner. Love God above everything else. Love God above everything else. There are promises tied to you loving God. I truly believe in my heart that every other person that you love, every other way in which you love flows from out of the way that you love God. We see marriages um, and relationships that do not work out relationships that are toxic because people have not gotten their vertical relationship right at first because people don't have the relationship with God first. People haven't experienced the love of God. Um, So they don't truly know how to love themselves. They don't truly know how to love other people. I'm telling you guys, when you love God right, it is easier for you to love everyone else right. When you love God right, it is easier for you to love your husband right. And for my men that are listening, it is easier for you to love your wife right. When you are truly loving God appropriately, when you love God the right way, you will love people the right way. Okay, and so I want to make sure that I share with you guys a few different scriptures. Um, The first scripture that I want to share with you is this. Mark 12, it's verse 20. uh, Sorry, you guys. (laughs) Mark chapter 12, verses 30 and 31. Here's what it says. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. When I was a little girl going to um, when I was a little girl in church, they taught us a song. And you guys know that even though I'm not the uh, I don't have the, the most beautiful singing voice. Oh, you know what? I rebuke that in the name of Jesus, because I believe that my singing is beautiful to the Lord. But even though I am not necessarily a singer, you guys know I will very quickly sing a little something on here. <laughs> and so today going to be one of these days where a few songs just pop up. OK, but when I was in church and I was a little girl, they taught us a song that said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. And love all mankind as you have loved yourself. Now, the song goes longer than that. And for everybody who went to Sunday school with me, you will remember this. Shout out to Miss Erica, a youth leader. Uh, Those of you guys who are working with the youth, shout out to you. I thank you for how you love on our babies. I thank you to each one um, who loved on me, who taught me these different things that I'm using even in this season of my life. So anyway, the scripture says that we are to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all of our soul, and with all of our mind and all of our strength. That is how God wants to love us and so you guys, you know what my favorite scripture is right i had I've absolutely got to bring it up <laughs> I don't think a single podcast episode will ever take place without me mentioning this scripture romans eight twenty eight and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God, <laughs> of them that love the Lord. You hear me? I was thinking about that and I said, wow, God, that is a promise based on how we love you. God said in Romans 8:28, and we know that all things Work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. You guys, I thought about that and I was like, okay, wow, God, that's an aha moment. That promise is not for everyone. That promise is not for those people who don't desire to have a relationship with God, God is not promising that he's going to work everything out for their good. But you who are seeking to have a right relationship with God, you who are loving the Lord in the best way you can in the season that you're in, God says that my promise to you is that all things will work together for your good. And so when I saw that, I was so grateful that God dropped that in my spirit. I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord, because I hadn't even thought about how there are certain promises that are only for People who love the Lord, who are on, that are only for the children of God, that are only for the one of the ones who have been selected, um, those of us who have been called and those who have been chosen. All right, and so um, the last thing that I want to share about loving God is this: people who love God right. <laughs> I said this before. I'm gonna say it again. People who love God right find it easier to love themselves right and it's easier for them to love other people right so the first thing if you're going to experience love and the power of love is for you to get your vertical relationship right your relationship with god first sometimes we wonder why all other things in our lives are falling apart not recognizing is that not recognizing the fact that it's because our relationship with god isn't right Nothing else is coming together because our relationship with God is not together. And so the second thing that the Lord told me to tell you is that if you are going to experience the power of love, you are going to have to love yourself. And so I know that there is this big um, argument and there's this big debate about self-love if self-love is in the Bible. And I want to dial back and repeat this scripture again. Mark 12, 30 and 31 says, you shall love the Lord your God. Oh, that's not the scripture I want to read. Hold on, you guys. The scripture that I want to actually read is the scripture that says, love your neighbor as yourself. And I don't even think I wrote it down, but I want to just hang my hat on that point for a moment. How? Is it going to be possible for you to love your neighbor as yourself if you do not love yourself? Here's another scripture that I found in terms of God um, suggesting that we should have some type of love for ourselves. Ephesians 5, 28. So ought men to love their own wives. And I had to put this scripture in here as a bonus <laughs> because I just want to touch on it for a moment. So Ephesians five twenty eight says again, so ought men to love their own wives as their own bodies. Verse 29 says, for no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherishes it even as the Lord, the church. And so what this scripture is talking about, it is saying the same thing as the scripture that said that a man is supposed to love his wife as Christ loves the church. Um, and so in this scripture, we see that a man's love is reflected. a How a man loves himself is reflected in how he loves his wife. And so um, for those of you guys who are listening to this scripture, who who listen to this scripture, listening to this podcast, who are married, I want you to reflect on how you are being treated by your spouse. I want you to reflect on the things that your husband has done. I want you to reflect on how your husband has loved you. And I want you to know that it is not a reflection of you not being worthy. It's not a reflection of you not being good enough. It's not a reflection of what you have not done right. It is not a reflection of you being um, not what he needs. Um, It is a reflection of his own own love for himself. And so a man who does not treat his wife well, a man who does not love his wife right, he doesn't love her right because he doesn't even know how to love himself right. And so if I were praying for those types of men, I would pray and ask God to help them to see themselves through the eyes of God, help them to see themselves the way that God sees them, help them to develop a level of love for themselves so that out of it, Out of the abundance of it, um, they are able to love their wives, help them to love God and help them to love themselves so that out of the overflow, they're able to love their wives healthily. They're able to love their children healthily. They're able to love those people that are surrounding them healthily. Okay, and so um, women, (laughs) I want to read this statement that I heard. This was such a it was such a sorrowful statement that I heard, but I wanted to read it to you guys. I was listening to the Dear Future Wifey podcast and when I tell you guys that I am in a season where God has me listening to um, just different things about loves. And I'm just hearing different people's love stories. And I'm hearing different people's um, struggles that they have wrestled with throughout their love lives. And not just love lives, we're talking about people who are married in their marriages and all of those things. And so I was listening to a particular couple's testimony. And the wife said, Women sometimes love their husbands to the detriment of themselves. I want to repeat that statement. Women sometimes love themselves or women sometimes love their husbands to the detriment of themselves. I listened to that statement and I thought that it was the most. One of the saddest statements I've ever heard a woman make, but also one of the truest statements I've ever heard a woman make. I listened to this and I thought to myself, knowing the God that I have, I don't believe that that is the Lord's will for us to love people to our detriment. I think loving yourself in a healthy manner means that um, when it gets to the place where loving you is killing me, where you recognize that you've got to begin to pour from yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Um, When I think about marriages and relationships and all of those things. If you are in a place where something is draining you to this extent, how a relationship with a man, how are you going to pour out the love on your children that you need to be able to give them? Um, A lot of times we are operating on E, a lot of times we're operating on empty. And this is why we are getting sick. Um, Stress is manifesting in our body as sickness and all of these different things. And so I want to remind you guys, not just the women, men as well, because I truly do recognize the weight that is on a man I recognize the weight that is on a husband as a priest provider and protector because you do know that that is what a man is supposed to be a husband not a man that is what a husband is supposed to be um, based on the scripture the husband is supposed to be priest he's supposed to Carry the household in prayer. He's supposed to be covering everyone. Um, he's supposed to be priest. He's supposed to be provider. He's supposed to take care of everyone in that household, and he's supposed to be the protector. And when I say protector, I don't mean just uh, defending your family from external dangers. I'm talking about protecting his wife, um, emotionally, physically, uh, mentally, in all ways, and so. I totally understand that the weight on a husband is heavy. And so um, anyway, so respect to all of the husbands who are loving their wives appropriately, all of the husbands who are doing their best to have a good, loving relationship with God so that they're able to pour from that so that um, we all reap the benefits of the overflow. Okay, so when she made that statement, it just made me think about women. And I want to remind someone on today that you need to take time out for you, whether that is journaling, take time out for you, whether it's going to get a pedicure, take time out for you, whether it is taking a walk to just decompress from the stress of the week and the weight that has been on you, take time out for you. Make sure that you are loving yourself. All right. Last, God says that we ought to love people. And so God wants us to love him above everything else. He wants us to love ourselves. And then what he says is, then I want you to love people. I want to read a scripture that I um, encountered on today with you guys. And all of these scriptures are truly just given by the Holy Spirit. And I'm so grateful that God will continue to use me. You guys, God is so amazing in how he will use you if you are available. Okay. So first John 430 is the scripture that I want to read to you guys. And this is what it says. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar for he has not for he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God? whom he hath not seen. And I know I'm going out of um, different scriptures. I'm going from the King James Version to the NIV to the NLT, but you guys track with me. I'm going to read that one more time. First John 420 says this, If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar for he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen. How can he love God whom he hath not seen? And so what that scripture is saying is that if there is hatred in your heart, then there cannot be an appropriate love for God. If there is hatred in your heart, then it means that love for God does not exist. Love for God Cannot exist amongst hatred for your brethren. And so um, when I thought about this scripture, I thought about those people who are racist, those people who hate people because of the color of their skin, those people who hate people um, because of their... Their sexuality, those people who hate people uh, because of how they look, because of their accent, because of where they come from, because of their religious affiliation. God has not called us to do that, you guys. I don't care what type of lifestyle a person lives. God has not called us to hate them. God has called us to love people. And I know that it can be difficult because people are not always lovable, but God has called each and every one of us to love people. God said that if we hated our brothers, then we're lying. We do not love him. We cannot love God truly and hate man. We cannot love truly, love God truly and have hatred in our heart towards anyone. And so if you are listening to this podcast episode and you can think of a person whom you hate, I am going to um, encourage you to go before God and And repent. I'm going to encourage you to go before God and ask God to remove that hatred out of your heart so that you can love Him the right way, so that you're able to love all people because the way you love God, everything else flows from it. Okay. And so I want to read to you guys one more scripture, and it's John 13, chapter 13, verse 35. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. This scripture did not suggest that I'm going to know that you are saved. I'm going to know that you belong to Jesus because of the way that you quote scripture. No, the scripture says because of the way that you love one another. It did not say I am going to be able to tell or everyone's going to be able to tell that you are a Christian because you go to church. No, the scripture says they will know that you are of God's. They will know that you belong to Jesus because of the way you love one another. And so I wrestle with this because I see so much online where people are um, speaking ill of other brothers and sisters in Christ. And I'm going They can't tell that we belong to Jesus because we're not doing a good job loving one another. Um, Surely there are people who are doing a wonderful job at this. And so I don't want to slight them. But we see so many negative examples of Christians behaving badly and being unkind to other believers that it is ridiculous. I don't believe that God has called any of us to get on a platform and air out another believer. I just don't believe that that is his will. And so as we look at this scripture, all of these things that we do, um, quote unquote, religiously, all of these things we do to flaunt the fact that we are believers, flaunt the fact that we have big faith to pretend as if we're more righteous than what we are. God is saying, no, none of that. None of that is going to expose or to reveal that none of that will reveal to people that you are mine, except by the way that you love one another And so my prayer for you guys Is as you listen to this podcast episode That you will work on Mending those relationships with people That if someone is listening that has Hatred that has built up in their heart um, I love you but I pray that This message convicts you I pray that when you hear this message that you say Lord remove the hatred From my heart God I need to be able to love Right God if I'm going to experience the Power of love I gotta love right I gotta love you right I gotta love people Right I got to love myself right. And so, even as I'm thinking about the power of love, you guys, I told you I'm on a kick watching the Dear Wifey, Dear Future Wifey podcast recently. And on one of the episodes, he was interviewing um, Erica Campbell from Mary Mary. And Erica Campbell said that her mother and her father were married and divorced three times. And she said that um, for her, that was just something that was strange, you know, growing up and it was hard to process. And she said, but on her father's deathbed, she had a conversation with him. And she said, her father told her, well, you can either look at it like we got divorced three times He said, or you could look at it as if I just kept trying. He said, it was hard for me to get this thing right, but I kept trying the power of love that he would keep trying. And so as I close this out, you guys, I got to read the same scripture that I read to you last week because the Holy Spirit is not going to let me overlook it. (laughs) And so this is the scripture that I want to read again. First Corinthians, Corinthians, chapter 13. Verses four through eight. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always hopes. It always perseveres. Love never Feels so. Let me tell you guys something. I was reading that, and that's the I believe that's the NIV version. God took me to the um, New King James version, and this is what the New King, King James version says. It starts out, you guys, by saying, "Love suffers long." You guys, when I read that line, I wanted to throw my Bible because I thought to myself, "Lord, I only got <laughs> I only got a certain amount of suffering in me. What are we talking about here?" <laughs> and so. I want you to know that um, love suffers long. That is what the word says. The word says that when we truly love, we will suffer long. And then it goes on to say, love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. And so, you guys, <laughs> I wanted to close out with that because I'm telling y'all, I'm working on the sufferer's loan. Because when I tell you, <laughs> um, my oldest child took me through some things where I felt like, Lord, I'm, I'm, I've am i been suffering a long time now. <laughs> and um, I did not feel like that song that says I'm not tired yet. No, I was tired. I was tired of the suffering. That boy wore me out as much as I adore him and love him. Um, but the scripture teaches us that love suffers long, that when we have pure love, that when we love God and when we love people and when we have um, love the way that God has designed it The way that God has designed it in in his word, in his context, um, God says that that power, that love has the power to suffer long. That love is not self-seeking. That love is not showboating. That love um, does not keep a record of wrongs. You guys, I remember my pastor from several years ago, Marlon Harris of New Life Church in Decatur, Georgia. When I tell you that man does not miss, but he broke love down. And I remember him talking about how love covers. And he talked about having the ability to be able to cover other people's um, flaws, other people's sins, other people's iniquities, as the King James Version said. But he talked about how the essence of true love is that it will cover People, even in their indiscretions, even in their sin, even in their mistakes, it will cover them. I was listening to um, you guys yet another episode of the Dear Future Wifey podcast. And this particular episode, I actually want to encourage you guys to view it. As a matter of fact, I am going to try to see if I can figure out what episode this was because I want to be able to share it with you guys. Um, anyway, I was listening to this podcast episode. I thought I saved it on my phone, but I didn't. But I listened to this podcast episode and it was of a wife who had gone through some very painful things in her marriage and toward the end of her marriage because they were getting a divorce at the time. She said her husband came to her and that he said um, he told her, I have never loved you. And so, um, he actually shared this with her after going through a season of fasting and praying, and that was the truth that he had to be willing to admit to himself and to the Lord and to his wife. And so, um, this particular wife had so much, um, you could just tell she was so gracious, she covered that man, and she said it even as we sit here today, I am still yet covering you. A man who has never loved me, I'm still covering you. A man who has mistreated me, emotionally abused me, I am still covering you. You guys, love will cover. Um, And even when I think about the fact that love covers, I have to mention this, love covers a multitude of sins. When I think about that scripture, I typically think about it as um, as it relates to the sins of other people and how we will overlook their faults and their sins and their mishaps and their indiscretions and all of those things because of how we love them. But when I think about the blood of Jesus, you guys, the blood of Jesus covers all sin. The blood of Jesus has covered it all. And so what greater love is there than the love that God has had towards us. John three sixteen says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. What an incredible promise, you guys. And when I think about that, you guys, I got a little song to close us out, okay? When I think about that, I think about the song that says, Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down. Fights till I'm found, leaves the 99. I couldn't earn it. I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away. I love that song when it talks about the love of God towards us, you guys. Okay, so I'm going to close this episode out by giving you a recap of um, power, the power of love and what God would have for us to um, do concerning love and how God wants us to love. The first thing is that God is saying, I want you to love me above everything else. And then I want you to love you. And then I want you to love people. And so um you guys you know exactly what the Bible says that love is you know what you are been tasked to do you know what God is calling you to and so I pray that each and every one of you would go forth in love, go forth and loving your coworkers, go forth and loving your children. Yes. Even the ones who cause you to suffer, even the ones who have you up at that school, you guys, um, go forth and loving your husband, go forth and loving those strangers, go forth and loving yourself, go forth and loving God. My prayer is that your life would be full of, of love. My prayer would be that you are loving God so well. That you are loving yourself well and that you are loving others well. All of those things being said, I can't wait to see you guys next week (laughs) um, on another episode. Oh, before I leave, I want to remind you guys, or I can't even say remind you because I think this is my first time sharing this. But from here on out, I want you guys to expect to receive the episode before midnight on Friday, okay? <laughs> or I'm going to say before 11.59 p.m. on Friday. So because of my work schedule, I got to do my best to try to um probably... Record the episodes after I get off on Fridays so that I'm not feeling as if there's um, so much weight on me throughout the week with my child's extracurricular activities and all of that stuff. And so anyway, um, you guys, the episodes will be here, but they will be here um, before 11.59 p.m. OK. <laughs> and so all of that being said, I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. And I pray that all is well with you and I will see you all next week. Peace out. If you're listening to this message, that means that you've finished this entire episode. And for that, I want to say thank you. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider supporting us by sharing the podcast, by subscribing to this podcast, and also by leaving us a review. We would greatly appreciate it if you could do those things. Again, thank you for tuning in. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Peace out.